You're listening to the Slow Ride podcast. Likes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. The Slow Ride Podcast. And on Twitter, Slow Ride Pod. Enjoy the ride. Hello and welcome to episode 403 of the Slow Ride Podcast. This is Tim in Orlando, Florida. Hello, this is Matt Minneapolis. And this is Spencer, beautiful Holyoke, Massachusetts. You guys, I'm feeling refreshed. Like a day at the spa, like a week at the spa, actually. Um, are you guys feeling good? You feeling fresh uh, after a, an impromptu schedule conflict week off? Well, it's pretty good. There wasn't much going on in the world of cycling um, <laughs> last week, so it wasn't too thing. bad. I liked it. I enjoyed it. We did, uh, conveniently, it wasn't in mourning that we, we took the week off, eh? It wasn't in mourning, but we might as well take this week off because it's, it's a sad, sad week. Um, the Deep State has taken out podcast favorite Nairo Quintana, hero uh-huh. of many, namesake of my son. Um, uh-huh. Tough week. I do appreciate that Nairo is doing all he can. To keep the movie star team up from relegation by yeah. removing the 400 <laughs> plus points from the Arkea Samsic team's quest for promotion to the big leagues. What a blow. What a blow to the team. Not just the doping allegations, but the uh, promotion relegation system. It's a, it's a very, very sad day. Um, I don't know how this podcast can continue. I am still waiting for the B samples to come back before I accept the fact that good old Nairo was on severe severe levels of painkiller yeah. multiple times over the course of the Tour de France um, and doing amazing things on a drug that is not banned by WADA, but is in fact only banned by the UCI because the UCI knows best. Well, it's banned by the MPCC too, which is team's part of, which... I haven't heard them pull out yet, but I'm assuming they'll do that because that seems to be what teams do <laughs> when they run afoul of their self-imposed drug <laughs> extra, extra I mean, drug stringency programs. So yeah, that's it's like, been a while since we've had. It's been a while since we've uh, seen yet another victim of the super rookie curse, and yeah. uh, it is once again here. Uh, what about Flukinger? I think my track record. At oh, yep, forgot about fan? that guy too. I, I kind of thought I was you never were. really a fan of him. Oh, okay. Wow, that's it, weird. I mean, how do you get that then? Huh. Okay. I don't know. Like maybe at some point they confuse. I was okay with that one. That one didn't hurt. <laughs> okay um, like the many one. other so ones have hurt one. in my cycling <laughs> fandom. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, you know, like sometimes there's just accepted well, ones. You here, know, like here's, like, oh, here's the yeah. thing. <laughs> Not oh, surprised. Sure. People, people listen to the Slow Red Podcast. I think. I don't actually know. I haven't done a survey. But I think they come here because they want the real, like the under the layer underneath the news. You know, like they want the yes. real story. They want the truth. They don't want the fluff that big cycling is putting out, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. tell it to us straight, Tim, and tell it to it. Tell it to all the audience listening straight. Did Nairo do it? At this moment, I would like to. Um invoke my rights afforded to me by the constitution of the United States and plead the fifth amendment uh-huh. to this. Wow. Tim's uh-huh. the supplier of the trauma doll, huh? That's great. You know, you, yeah. it looks like he probably up? did do we, it. Do you, do you need to make some look, calls for you, Tim? It looks like he probably did it. Inner ring has a pretty good write up that you have two positive samples about four days apart. And luckily for Nairo, they're actually treating it as a single um, positive rather than a um, double doping positive. So he's only going to get banned for like three months in the off season. So it's just like it's back in the late nineties, early two thousands where you get a nice three month off season ban. It's not Little the days. end of the world. Yeah. Plus 
you know what? Nairo got a sixth place of the tour. You can't take that away from him. He's he's okay. living just fine. He's on his couch right well, now. He, did, yeah. he got a second place at the stage. Uh-huh. I'm okay with it. Um, hopefully the Arkea team stays up and, uh, you know, it is what it is. Um, guys, it was sad news, but let's go to some much po- more positive. And if, if you're on one side of the conspiracy spectrum that Nairo did this to save the Movistar team, uh-huh. there's a much bigger conspiracy brewing in the lovely town of Waterloo, Wisconsin, with the recent announcement really? that podcast favorite Lisa Klein has been signed to Trek Sega Fredo Racing mm-hmm. for uh-huh. the 2023 and beyond season. This is the final straw that is now unlocking the goods that we have all talked about many times, that I have hunted on the grounds of the Waterloo mm-hmm. factory during the mm-hmm. Cyclocross World Cup while everyone else is hanging out at the secret bar, mm-hmm. admiring the equal payouts. I'm digging deep in the dumpsters and in the loading docks to find the beloved Klein corner to see if the Klein bicycle still exists. And now, ladies and gentlemen of the podcast fandom, I'm pretty sure the sign is now there. Klein is back. It's gotta be. We've been, uh, you know, hinting as much as we can uh, to avoid legality uh, issues um, that there is certainly a Klein sub basement, sub sub basement down below the track headquarters. Yeah, it's near where the all pool. the Kleins are airlocked uh, behind secure, only like highest level clearance it's, access. It's like Mission Impossible One. You have yeah. to go through the vent and down the the heat and heat controlled. And we've been speaking this, and people, you know. They kind of roll they their scoff. eyes and they say, oh, yeah. yeah, that'd be funny. No, it's true. Yeah. And now yeah. we have evidence because the Trek, Fag- Trek uh, Sega Fredo team openly trolling us. <laughs> openly oh, trolling 100%. us. 100%. It is. I mean, What's the likelihood like, this has to do with Lisa Klein's amazing skill or the fact that her last name is Klein and Trek owns Klein bicycles and needs a spokesperson to bring it back? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Probably the former, but we'll just assume the latter. Why not it's, both? It's, I mean, why yeah. not both? I mean, you gotta, they gotta go together. There has been some so happy incredible form uh, from Lisa as of late, and congratulations. Uh, it's a great, great pickup for any team, I would say. But, uh, I mean, we've been, who put the bug in the ear? Let's just say it was us to relaunch the Klein brand. <laughs> I, I feel like we should be the spokespeople. I get Lisa Klein makes a lot of sense, but you know, there's still time. You guys can call us. It's okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, we have joked in the past about um, being managers for established professional cyclists, such as Tom Skunes, the potato man. Um, and Ambassador. I think Lisa Klein is going to be our second uh, client client Clients. Um, and what Maybe. we can really do is uh, work yeah. some things. I'm going to call up my uh, friends there at Trek to see if anyone deserves a bike. So, okay. So gold medal championship bike for Trek. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming you get a gold painted paint sure. bike. Yeah, We've seen what they did with the Mads Peterson world championship bike. Beautiful. Yes. The same with the Yolanda Neff and all the rest. Fantastic looking bikes. Mm-hmm. I think the third tier here is definitely the Lisa Klein bike. Mm-hmm. If she does not roll out with a storm paint job <laughs> at race number one next year with the lightning bolts, I am going to be so gravely disappointed. I will accept Gator Fade. I will oh, completely Gator, accept oh, Gator Fade. Dude, if, if they bust out a Gator Fade... Um, now, little guy, you do have my Klein tube... Paint sample. Right there. What color is the paint sample on that one? Do you remember? Uh, I don't know what it's called, but it's like green. It's not. Is it the Gator Fade? It's the Gator Fade. fade. That's the Gator Fade. Okay. So big news coming out of Waterloo with the recent hire. Yep, that's Gator Fade. It's Gator Uh, Linear Fade. All the listeners. 
<laughs> all the listeners on the podcast appreciate you holding that up on the video. <laughs> well, I wanted um, to and you guys remember I have it. <laughs> so that's good news. And um, I think we should probably get into the next biggest news, and that's that Sam Bennett is back. Two oh, yeah. stage wins uh, at fast, the Vuelta. So um, I, I just want to uh, just jump in real quick. Little guy, how you been enjoying the Vuelta so far? It is Sunday oh. evening, just after stage three. Grand Tour, I know you live for these Grand Tours. Just give me your rundown on the first three stages. How have you been enjoying the Vuelta so far? I haven't watched a single second of the Volta so far, and I, <laughs> I, I, I did my research before the Volta started, and I looked at the schedule, uh-huh. and I said, "There is zero chance I will be watching the Volta." <laughs> I was out of town. I was in the woods. I was up north, and I didn't even have the slightest pang of like, I need to really know. Not until yeah. shortly before this podcast was I like, "Oh yeah, I should look who won." Yeah, there's a a time yeah. tri- a team time trial oh. followed by two. Completely boring sprint stages. Um, yeah, the Volta's trolling me, obviously. Um, yeah. It's going to get better. The next I mean, the, the next week or so, it has some exciting stages in it. So I'm excited to start my Volta uh, mm-hmm. coming up here after the transfer stage or whatever. But I don't know if I agree with you. You don't agree with mm-hmm. me, Tim? I don't, I don't know if I agree with you that there are a ton of exciting stages coming up. <laughs> There's some good ones. Interesting. I I think I'm going to start watching eh, right around week one and a half, halfway through. Is when I'll start watching. There's like they probably hit like the Motorola or something, and then I'll be like, all right, time to start watching again. I say even stage four I think is exciting. It's got some bumps. Finally, keep those. I mean, this goes down as the Volta as being the most boring of all the Grand Tours. We've been saying this since... We have not been saying that. Every year we're like, this is crazy, <laughs> and they're doing the weirdest things, and it's and and then we say, but we're all kind of bored with two Grand Tours, and this is super exciting, but we're bored. Yeah. I mean, it's hard. It's the end so, of the season. Well, let's jump on it. Uh, La Vuelta España. Um, hi, Tim and Spencer and Matt. You're probably watching La Vuelta like all civilized human beings and Bob obviously. Roll. During yes. sta- obviously, as we 100%. just said. During stage three, we were reminded of the age-old question, who's going in the breakaways today with Thomas DeGent? And as I write this, we're hearing from Christian Vandeveld that the American Michael Woods has crashed out. We've heard he's Canadian, yeah. and that's another country, right? We don't refer to Grandpa Valverde as the European rider, so we'll still call Rusty North American. No, he's American. Is it uniquely American trait to try to own everyone and everything in any way possible, by any means possible? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah, I mean, we got it from the British, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> if, if anyone can answer these burning questions, it's the triplets of the pod. Ah, see, I'm pretty sure... This is uh, Pat and Art, who tried to convince us that The Triplets of Belleville was a good movie. <laughs> Until next time, we'll be waving to all our fellow cyclists that we meet out on the roads. Thanks for being the source of all critical cycling information. Nobody does it better. Well, that's that's quite an honor to um, yeah. see. So, um, little guy, yeah, what what's going to happen at the Volta? I have not been doing my research. I've been busy sending it out at Whistler, and <laughs> yeah, we'll I'm just get curious... Into <laughs> we'll get into I the mean, epic levels. I know I know it's hard to paint uh, a word picture of how insane you got on the bike in the last week Whistler, uh-huh. but I'm sure we'll get into some of that. What's I gonna mean, happen to the, the Volta? I don't know. Spencer, go ahead. The the real question to ask uh little guy is 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 it Roglic or is it someone else? You know? Like, yeah. Well I don't think we have any idea yet. Like what has he done? He did the the team, team mean, trial but time trial, but like they he, did you know, win that, yeah. Well, they did win it, but, like, I don't know. He could still f- have fault in the mountains. He was pretty banged up at the tour. I kind of think... Uh, Who are his teammates? Um, Who are his teammates this year? Does he have Kreiswick there to steal the jersey from him? Because that might be the only exciting thing that happens during the Volta well, so far. I'm just curious in, because... little infighting. Little, little guy's whole theory is that injury yes, two, yes. three months ahead of a a big event means you're going to come in flying. So this should bode well for Primos. Yeah. I think it was a little too close for Primos. 
Okay. Um, was it wasn't your boy Haig injured at the tour, or was O'Connor O'Connor was injured at the tour? One of them, or did they both get injured at the tour? Uh, I don't remember now that I'm on the spot. Neither, neither <laughs> of them had a good result, so I'm, I can't yeah. remember why they didn't have good results, but they're both... Uh, oh, wait, is Haig... No, Haig's not there, but O'Connor's there, so... I okay. don't know. I don't know who's going to happen. I, I'm actually kind of excited about that. Like, a bunch of teams have sent kind of weird ragtag uh, groupings of their, their GC riders. Like, I'm excited about EF's GC team because they've got Iran... Which he didn't have a great tour, but he disappears every couple years, and then he just suddenly like knocks off a podium at a grand tour, and you're like, yeah. slow and steady. They got Hugh Carthy, who a couple years ago was flying and had kind of a bad last season, and then they got Chavez, so- who, Tim, I know you're excited about, who also <laughs> has flashes every once in a while. That's little guy. Three possibilities. That's let's get oh, to the oh, real no. exciting stuff. This is where stuff. Tim's, Tim's let's see the, getting- Let's get to the real exciting stuff. This okay. is okay. I'm getting bored. Here it um, is. Little guy, give me the rundown of my favorite part about the Vuelta, the teams that you never see anywhere else. So um, what's Burgos BH? Are they good? No, not really. Okay. Pretty bad. Um, Let's go next. Uh, Tell me a little bit about Equipo Kern Pharma. They got Uh, cool jerseys. They got those green jerseys, right? Yeah, they have the Spanish time trial champion on their team, I think. That's what I know. Uh, Oh, though. Okay, um, let's go to some other garbage teams. Um, ooh, how about this one? Uh, Israel Premier Tech. They already lost their North American rider to a concussion, so all bummerville for them for now on. Oh, gosh. All right, well, that pretty much wraps up the back markers of the uh, Volta. So. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can't wait to check in next week, little guy. It's I don't want to talk anymore about the Volta. We got yeah. Sam Bennett, congratulations. Great wins. Exciting. Tim, if, when, one thing, if for nothing else, you can hate watch the next couple days because they're lumpy, but they're not mountains, and Alaphilippe's back, baby. It's time to shine. It's time to oh, get that is. form. Oh. He's in the race. He's tuning up for Worlds. Get your hate on. Channel your anger and, and put on the Volta. Um, speaking of Volta and, and, and Arkea, I guess, um, how do you guys feel about these special kits that they've got? Do you have any? You haven't. Some, little guy hasn't even watched the race, so no, you may not. I haven't know. watched any. I don't know. What uh, are their kits? They are uh, a sight to behold. Um, they did the classic on say, you know, the, oh, the red is going to clash with the leader's jersey. Like, definitely. Let us honor uh, by swapping it out with a fluorescent yellow. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> which is it's a it's a statement. I'll say that. Um, kind of like the so, old, uh, was it like the Trek training kits or whatever from a year or two ago? Didn't Trek say I've had like their, their their training kits were kind of more yellowy or fluorescent, yes. you know, I think? Yeah, something along those lines, okay. sure. Um, I haven't seen that. I was more enamored with the, the Movistar white because mm-hmm. one rainy day and Valverde's already in the gray jersey, guys. That <laughs> thing's just going to turn gray the second it gets a little bit dirty. How did you guys yeah, feel? You saw the, did you see the press photos of, of Valverde showing off the white jersey that were all over Twitter and stuff? All over my Twitter feed, at least. Maybe you guys don't follow enough. No, I did not. Well, if you did, you'd notice that he looks mm-hmm. old. I think he might be one of the oldest cyclists in the race. It's possible. <laughs> he, uh. This is the first time I'd seen pictures of him where I was like, oh, wow. He, he You know, like a couple years ago that... Uh, that aging technology thing was all everyone was all into just like like doing the aging the the aging thing on their favorite yeah. cycles. Yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. The AI and, um, was stealing your yeah. uh, identity and everything. And there oh. and then people were throwing up pictures of like, you know, Valverde like you know, cuz ah, he'll still be around 100 years. He these <laughs> pictures were like the official movie star pictures they released and it it <laughs> it looked a little bit like they'd thrown just a touch of that aging technology on there. Cuz he he looked he looked like at least he's in his early 60s. I maybe yeah. the Peloton's really starting to wear on him. I, I think he might actually retire. Well, you think he did? This is the interesting thing I was going to bring up. I wanted to get Tim's reaction to this. There's a, um, I mean, several news sources saying this, but I'm looking at a, a, a cycling news article after I closed down uh, 14 or 15 ads here. 
Um, <laughs> the the pop up window still happens. Yeah, it does say, um, you know, speaking of uh, the team presentation in the kits, several new teams will roll out new kits for the Volta. Movie Star will race in white with a special design honoring their retiring leader, Alejandro Valverde. I, st- I still don't believe it. Could it be? Like, made a whole kit. Could it be that they're actually going to move past the Valverde era? No. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well. it's. I mean, it's a good-looking jersey. I like that they did go with the full white kit. Like little, but like little guy says, a little bit of rain, it's going to turn gray. Mm-hmm. We got the gray leader. Um, yeah. I mean, it's, it's got his, it's got all his wins Our, like across the front. It's a, it's a fine tribute Jersey. It's not like the most amazing kit I've ever seen, but uh, it is interesting that, yeah, the first rainy day, it will be the gray Jersey and the, fo- the prophecy will be fulfilled and maybe he can retire. I don't know. <laughs> That's how it works. He just has to win you know, once in a gray jersey, I'd... and then the curse is lifted. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> I'd probably buy. Finally, that I can I rest. <laughs> well, yeah, but you're anyway. like, you know, you're not a good sample size. You, you'd you'd buy any movie star thing. You're... I'd buy it if I could. Yeah, I know. I know I'm a little, little biased, but yeah. All right, it's fine um, looking. Mad respect if I see yeah. someone out on a club ride with that on. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. dude. Like, yeah, I'd want to ride next to that person the whole time. <laughs> then they'd regret wearing it. Yeah. Oh, for sure. What's your favorite Valverde? <laughs> What's your favorite? I, I think his 75th what did you, win What was going favorite? through his head? <laughs> when he won in 2004, how do you feel? Um, all right. So uh, let's, ke- let's keep this uh, show on the road, shall we? Um, mm. Or I just want to say shout out to the 60,000 uh, people that wanted to hang out in Whistler for Crankworks. Uh-huh. Um, guys, I sent it, I shredded it, Uh huh. I rocked mm-hmm. the berms, Did you? and I didn't even touch a bike. Wait, 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 did you say rocked or walked? I think you said walked. You walked yeah, the berms. I, I would have done both. It. I got to say this, the Red Bull Joy, Joyride event, everyone should watch it. It's absolutely insane. It's on redbull.tv. They go down the side of mountains, and those dudes are hucking it off of jumps and getting pitted uh-huh yeah like crazy okay and it's a ton of fun i love it loved every moment of it it was great changed your life i would love to go back again and i would hope that everyone would go although if i go back again i want to like rent a bike and go down the mountain because they well, have these things where it's like called a chairlift and you put uh-huh. your bike on it and then uh-huh. you get all the way to the top, so you don't even need to ride your bike up. Like, yeah. actually, you probably don't even need a chain. It's pretty amazing. <laughs> don't even need a chain. Yeah. I've heard about that. I've heard about that. Yeah. Um, what did you the see? The event Anything was cool? insane. I mean, the, sh- <laughs> the SRAM booth was amazing because it was the size of, like, it was a two-story building, basically, at the base. Um, the riding was really cool. I didn't see anything that, like, from a tech features that really, like, stood out to me other than... What downhill mountain bikers wear is pretty fascinating to me. Okay. Um, I saw I saw like a lot casually of casually um, or or as like uh, no like they're about riding. to go ride down a mountain. Okay. And then like dudes are just rocking a pair of jeans and like a Hawaiian shirt, open of course. Well, um, yeah. I saw a lot of like protect protector vests, but without any type of clothing on. So it was just like. Someone was wearing like a like a vest, like a like it had like a motorcycle protection, like D three O type uh, thing. So that that looked kind of weird, but cool at the same time. <laughs> um, okay. I I saw some old like motocross pants, like Honda motocross pants. That was probably one of my favorite looks. It was it was the best people watching I have seen at a bike event in a long, long, long time. Because when okay. you go to a road race or a road event. It, everyone looks kind of the same. You know, it's pretty much like, hey, here's the white male factory, and you just, like, pull down the lever, and, like, another one pops out, and it's like, ooh, <laughs> that one's not in a Rafa jersey. <laughs> They're in a map jersey. And then, like, yeah. they pull it down again. You're like, ooh, that color's pumpkin. Ooh, and they do it again, and it's like, forest green's hot this year. Um, and it's kind of all the same. You go uh-huh. to this thing, it is as 
fairly diverse as you could get in the bike world. I wish it was even more diverse, but riders of all shapes, sizes, um, and styles. And it was absolutely amazing. Um, I would, I think the New York times should go up there with their, their fashion photography and just do like the, this is what people are wearing in Whistler today because it's totally different than what you would expect. It's, it's absolutely amazing. I loved it. All right. So I expect a full spread on the, on the Instagram. Yeah. You know, we yeah, worked really I hard to get, I think no, no one really signed, signed waivers. Um, that uh-huh. a lot of the, uh, I, I gotta say though, that the, the crank, the joyride thing, like I walked maybe a fifth of the way up the mountain. My back was hurting. It was so steep. There's lots of gravel, lots of things that I would not want to ride my bike over. And then these folks are jumping off of jumps and doing tail whips and things. This is this is my uh, understanding or what I learned about downhill. Um, sort of from watching it on the Red Bull TV coverage over the last few years. But then uh, we took a trip up to Mount St. Anne for the... Uh, uh, I guess the world championships that was up there uh, a couple years ago. Um, and I was like looking at the course and I was like, man, look at all these gnarly roots and look at all these rocks. Like, how are they going to, and I was like trying to, you know, see the line and be like, Oh, this is how I'd pick my way through this. They just flew right over it. Like they jumped <laughs> yeah. over it. Like they didn't touch it because they just, they jumped over it. They were like, it's almost oh, like their wheels never obstacle. touched the ground. Yeah. Yeah how do we deal with this obstacle? We just don't, we just go over it. And it was what rock garden. Yeah. It was a uh, eye opening for sure. They, it was, it was completely fascinating, a very inclusive crowd. And the riders seem to be like just absolute rock stars. I mean, I sure hope that we get to go up as a podcast at some point. Um, I know I've been talking big games uh-huh. about uh, getting the podcast yeah. out. And then at this point, so let me just uh, let me just jump on this sword right now. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh-huh. uh, regarding Schwamigan 2022, uh-huh. I'd like to make a formal announcement. <laughs> but um, first, let's go to this week's premlap with Michael <laughs> Matthews to see how the vault is going. What up? This is Thomas Koyinch. And you're listening to this low ride podcast. All right, guys, here we are in the premium lap. Let's give a major shout out to all the listeners and supporters of the Wide Angle Podium Network. Head over to WideAnglePodium.com to find out more about your favorite cycling disciplines and shows, including the one and only Nowhere Fast. Indoor bike racing is right around the corner. Nor has it probably ever stopped. But now you can f- keep up to date on all things e-bike. It's not e-biking. It's e-bike no. racing. E-sports. Cycling e-sports. e-sports. Cycling e-sports with our good friends over at Nowhere Fast. Just one cycling podcast available on the Wide Angle Podium Network. Mm-hmm. Wide Angle Podium has a ton of great shows, like you mentioned. We've got uh, all kinds of... Good stuff going on. We're just wrapping up uh, or wrapped up a few months ago or a few weeks ago our donor drive. We are donor supported network. This show is supported by the donors. Um, so if you're interested in the show and all the other stuff we're putting out, definitely check it out and uh, you know support it. Support it if you can. We're trying to do all we can for niche cycling media, independent media, um, and then. Uh, Another uh, great company that is helping us do that is a, a returning longtime sponsor of ours, Hammerhead, uh, who is back again this week. Yes, you're crushing yeah, can it. Yeah, I, can I just throw in a quick little segue of Hammerhead? Sure. So I was over at the local bike shop because I was like, oh, man, I got to go get shredded um, uh-huh. to go be able to send it. And I go into the shop, and I was talking about the Hammerhead and the Crew 2. Right. And my friend at the shop's like, dude, have you seen this before? And he takes out a Karoo One. Yeah. I held in my hands a Karoo One. It's amazing. There's a whole trade in program going right now. And Spencer, yeah. the Karoo One is the size of a Palm Pilot. The new Karoo <laughs> Two 
is, yeah. is I felt like I went from the 19, I mean, what would you say? Early 2000s technology. It was like a Palm Pilot. It was good. It had all the things that you could possibly want in a computer in your hand, but it's yeah. a little bit bigger. The new crew too, night and day improving. Yeah. It's no, even it's, better. The screen still is yeah. the same, but oh my God, it's amazing. It's incredible. Um, I I really like, I, it's hard to uh, say this without sounding weird. I really like how the crew two looks on my bike. Like it just, it, it, it is such a well-designed product that it looks appropriate on a bike that I spent way too much money on. You know what I mean? Like, so it, it looks good when it's hanging on the wall. It looks good hanging on the wall. It looked good on my ride today. Uh, you know, up and around Ooh, the area. Whoa, whoa, uh, whoa, whoa! Just, just like just dropping that one in. Yeah, yeah. The mapping feature looked incredible as usual. I Did swiped, you use the climb uh, feature? No, no, no. I did. I avoided the climb. Went around the mountain, but I swiped okay, through. Right. Uh, it was just a coffee ride, you know. So I swiped through off of the indoor uh, trainer profile over to my no sensors profile. Beep boop, ready no. to go in two seconds. It knows. Did you say no Spencer's profile or no sensors profile? No sensors. No heart rate monitor oh, okay. today, bud. Okay. I don't need to know. Uh, how bad I would have dropped you uh, today, but uh, <laughs> other days I will. Um, but the, the, it just looks good. Like it functions good. Like the full color screen, it looks amazing. Like I just remember having brand X is uh, 520 on my bike for a long time. <laughs> and, um, no one's going to be able to figure that one out. <laughs> it's just... Uh, <laughs> It's a game-changing experience using using the Hammerhead Crew Two. I, I, I can't stress it enough. Like, check it out. Go to, over to Hammerhead.io uh, right now. You can use the code Slow Ride. Get yourself a heart rate uh, strap included with the purchase of your Crew Two. Uh, it is an absolutely incredible uh, GPS cycling computer. So 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 customizable. Uh, I. I don't know. I can't recommend it enough. I, I really, yeah. really enjoy mine. I got one for my wife. I like it so much. Um, and uh, that, that is advertising so hammer, you can't buy. Hammerhead.io. Purchase a crew too. Get a free heart rate strap by using the promo code SLOWRIDE. Yep. Nailed it. Easy. And then, um, Tim, did you want to do your big announcement like during the pre lap or some other time? All right, let's get back to the show. Here is Matthew Vanderpool, and I don't listen to the Slow Ride podcast. All right, guys, here we are at the podcast land. Let's get right into the email inbox, um, see what's happening with all of our lovely uh, listeners. Send us an email at the slow ride podcast at gmail.com where all of your emails are gratefully received. This one comes to us from Douglas Graves. Dougie. Longtime listener, first time caller. Seems like this story is at an intersection of cycling culture and an absolutely absurd a favorite location of the slow ride podcast. Last week, an American won the king of the mountains at the Arctic race of Norway. Uh, yes. The jersey for the KOM at the Arctic race is a freaking Peacock jersey. <laughs> Not as in sponsored by Peacock NBC, like a jersey with actual Peacock feathers on it. It's glorious. Has this always existed? I think this is the jersey that used to be the salmon-themed KOM jersey, but it's an absolute masterpiece. First off, have you guys seen this jersey from the KOM of the Arctic race of the North? I didn't see it. No, I'm trying to look it up right now. No, I remember the it's, salmon. It's pretty amazing. It's the salmon jersey is one of my all-time favorites. Uh, so I'm gonna need to pull this one. It's it's a pretty sweet jersey. I love it. Um, and uh, I'll tell you why it's important. However, this isn't even the most absurd part of the story. The American who won was a rider for Human Powered Health, aka Raleigh, aka mm -hmm. Kelly Benefits. Mm-hmm. Um, Stephen Bassett, a little known up and comer from my hometown of Knox, 
Knoxville, Tennessee. In June, while training here in Knoxville, bro collided with a deer. According to his Instagram, now you have now that you have access again, check it out. Ooh, sweet <laughs> diss, Thank you. Guy. Good burn. Um, he popped the old collarbone, cracked a couple of ribs, and seemed to have misplaced about half of his skin. And he had a plate put in his collarbone and had to miss the national championships in his own hometown of Knoxville. Runner up here in 2019. In his return to racing last week, he nabs not just any KOM jersey, but the Peacock yeah. jersey. Pretty impressive. Um, there's a lot of a uh, lot of campaigning here happened though, but I will say Stephen Bassett, <laughs> who won this jersey, quick come from behind. I mean, he was knocked up nine weeks ago, and now he's winning a uh, a jersey contest. Um, pretty cool to see. Uh, inspiration, what resilience? Championship belt worthy? I mean, I know Gramey took a cork in the eye, but this dude collided with a deer, and just a few months later is winning a KOM. Come on, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I yeah. did have to check. There are actually hills in Norway. Um, oh, yeah. In particular. Yeah. So it's not, it's not like it's a flat race and uh, you won the KOM. I mean, <laughs> and it's Peacock jersey. Uh, so Douglas That's... Graves comes in and says, uh, is just going to nominate uh, this Stephen Bassett wow. guy for the uh, mean, championship belt. I don't want to set a precedent because this is not how this works. <laughs> but I, I'm willing to entertain and, and go to a vote on this if you guys want to do it. But I, I, I can't stress enough, do not send us millions of emails <laughs> about who you would nominate for the championship belt because All this is emails. not how it works. From now on. That's uh, a good jersey. And, yeah, it's good good win. So. Wait, but are we, are we nominating the jersey little guy or are we nominating um, well, no, this gentleman from Knoxville, Tennessee? Jersey no. is very good. Uh, just no, little guy, what is, his, what is this Bassett? Okay, what's Bassett's first name? I think you said Steven. <laughs> okay, you think. So, all right. We've already got a little bit of trouble here, so we got to make sure we know the name. Little guy, do you spell that with a PH or a V? Don't look. It's a PH, little guy. It's a PH. <laughs> I'm going to say PH probably, yeah. All right, all right. Just checking. Just wanted to make sure that you're you're a real diehard fan of our... I mean... Well, he, I know, yeah. Gourmet did take a cork to the eye. But yeah. this guy did win a peacock jersey after colliding with a deer. Cork, it's a pretty well, hang on solid now. case. Cork to the eye and commemorative airbrushed helmet about the cork to the eye. Yeah, that's true. So I does the admit- helmet equal the peacock jersey from the Arctic race of the North? That's the question. This is I have to assume if global warming continues at the rate that it most, de- most likely will, that the Arctic race of the North soon is going to become... <laughs> The only bike race that we can all yeah. like watch. Uh, well, after how hot it um, was during the tour this year, yeah, I'm, riders are going to be petitioning to skip the tour in the Volta and do the Arctic Race of Norway. Yeah, just, yeah, just for comfort's sake. I'm. I don't know if we should give it to Stephen yet uh, with a PH. Steven with a PH, because I think I want to know what he does. Is he does he does he make uh, them put a little peacock on his helmet now to commemorate his jersey? Oh. Sort of like. In football, when you get a tackle or whatever the heck you do, and they put stickers on you, yeah, okay. You know? So I you're think saying riders should do? They should have their wins on their helmets at least for that season, and then by the end of the season, okay. we would some okay. rider like the know, Ohio State would, Buckeyes. Yeah, yeah he have stuff all over or, his helmet, and we know he's really good. Or like the Valverde uh, movie star jersey. jersey that he's wearing right now. Well, it sounds exactly. like little guy is nominating Valverde for the belt <laughs> in his retirement year during the Volta. Tim, are you seconding this nomination? That's a good point. Valverde did win it in episode 381 where it was ripped away from him by Tom Skunes in about three minutes. Um, so then the question is... Uh, oof. We only have Guys, so many I, chances to give it to Valverde. This is you the know, last this is another one. problem. You know, like... What if he crashes well, if he out? Finishes, God forbid he crashes like, out <laughs> tomorrow and he that's it. You know, like, what do we do? Evaporates into dust when he hits the ground. <laughs> Wait a second. Uh, I'm a huge Valverde stan. However, uh-huh. Uh-huh. I haven't seen anything okay. from him warrant the belt. Okay. Steven Bassett, if you want the belt, you got to tell us you want the belt. You got to show us a little panache. You destroyed the deer. I'm happy for you. You got the you got the peacock jersey. That's a major step in the right direction. So those, How about you those send are in a voice memo. Pretty incredible things. They are pretty incredible. Oh, I'm looking for the trifecta though. 
Are you saying you're open to bribes, Tim? Yes, 100%. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, we don't have a second. This championship so, uh, belt uh, competition um, just got a lot spicier, I think. Douglas Grave, thank you so much for your uh, contribution to the podcast. But unfortunately, he <laughs> is not ready just yet. But Knocking on the door. Keep working at it. Uh. Steven. With a B. Or with a PH, sorry. Steven. All right. Uh, we got another email here. This one comes to us from Andy. Yo, Team Slow Ride Podcast. Here's the second installment of ideas to improve the tour for your consideration. Okay. Having seen Jumbo's domination of the men's tour jerseys and Simon Geska's tears at missing out on the polka dots, I've designed a new jersey, one that a Frenchman could actually win. Introducing the Townline Sprint jersey, a new jersey awarded to the rider who wins the most Townline Sprints for the entire uh, tour. And when I say the entire tour, I mean literally every town line from the Grand Depart of Paris. Just think of the action. Once the breakaway goes, the endless attacking and sprints would offer nonstop excitement for the dullest looking days. It's not just another points jersey, no. Firstly, it's calculated on the number of Townline Sprints won. There's no points for a second. Secondly, what separates this jersey from the others? Well, we don't know. Let's see here. There's no, there's no cool design on this one. Put a peacock on it, and then you got a good idea, Andy. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I kind of like this Jazz idea, up, though. I do color, like, man. Uh-huh. Yeah, a little color. I, I, I like this idea, though. Like, it could be I pretty like cool. This. Yeah. Um, I, I think this could easily be incorporated. It's, a, it's another way for... The, and the tour, ASO will love it, because they're always looking for things to sell little towns throughout France along the route. So they're, you know, they're certainly going to charge for these uh, sprint points, even though that they're, you know, they're already there. Um, I think it could add a lot to, uh, can you imagine the calculations? Like, I I mean, we, when we just go ride as a group, we would know what all the little tiny towns that no one really knew existed in Minneapolis. And we'd go get the sprints. The local hero would know. And, well, I can imagine the calculations that Thomas DeGent is already doing, uh, just <laughs> listening to this podcast being like, oh, this is beautiful. I could just go on a breakaway this day, this day, this day. Like, he would go on the on the breakaways of the longest stages, or would he go on the ones that went through the most towns? Like, there's all kinds of factors to is consider there, here. It would be really yeah. cool if they could find a way that virtually they could just put the jersey on the most recent town line sprint winner. Right. So meaning that like throughout the stage, like when we're on a group ride, we know who won the last one. We don't really remember who won three sprints before. It was me. Now, (laughs) I like this idea. Um, We got to keep workshopping it. um, It was probably little guy twice and me once. You know, I'm thinking that this idea might might warrant its own nomination to the slow ride championship belt at the rate we're going. Um, Hey, slow ride. First off, I want to congratulate you all on a momentous 401st episode, a feat many uh. will strive for, but many <laughs> will come short. Through your countless emails from your adoring fans, you may recall one of mine from the spring where I attempted a feat that I've been striving for a long time, the double derf, the dipple dunk. Oh, I want to let you know yeah. that I've accomplished my mission and broke the curse in May. Then really? again, a couple weeks ago. Congratulations. Anyway... What I'm really here for is to ask a favor. I need some slow ride magic. I need blessing from the holy slow ride water. (laughs) I'll be racing a week from this Friday at the Garmin Gravel World's Long Voyage, which is a 300-mile gravel race located in Lincoln, Nebraska. Um, And it also happened last weekend. So we're here for you, um, Andy. Yeah, a little bit late, but we're going to have some good advice, I'm sure. Uh Competition is going to be fierce. I have even heard... That uh, looks like his friend, Mr. Bubblebutt, Jan Heine, will be lining up, uh, presumably with all teeth showing smile. Anyways, I'll take anything you got. I'm banking episodes for this. 300 miles on gravel is really far, man. It's a lot of rumble on the grundle, a lot of chatter on the bone chaunch. <laughs> I don't know if there's a... <laughs> no. Man, now I gotta put the explicit tag on the podcast this week. <laughs> I don't know if there's enough strawberry-flavored chamois butter to carry me through this. 
Out of the 100 plus riders lining up for the long vo- voyage, I don't think I'm at 16th place caliber. But if I double it, <laughs> 32nd place, that truly be a, something I could be proud of. Any help yeah. would be appreciated. Well, if you find yourself doing anything on oh. Saturday the 20th, here are some dots to watch. Um, unfortunately, I didn't watch, but I did, Andy, look up your results. It looks like yeah. that you did finish. You finished in um, 73rd place. Which right. I'm just nice. checking is not a multiple of 16. Doesn't look <laughs> like it now. No. My um, calculations are never over. wrong. Um, yeah. But unfortunately, you, know what? you uh, did finish. Way to crush it. Proud of you, bud. Yeah. Well, Sorry the, the, we let you down. Yeah, the, the big trouble is they, uh, he probably came up about an hour short on the podcast playlist that he had specifically oh, set up the, to get him through 300 miles. Uh, and just that, probably that last hour. That's, what, because that's we took, where it all collapsed. We took last week off, guys. It was impromptu, and uh, we regret the error. But that probably is what sent him plummeting from 32nd down to 73rd. Um, back pretty hard. Huh? But so after whenever we get emails from listeners, I do write back like a thank you note. So I am going to write back a, a note to Andy live here on the podcast and it says, just in time for your race this week on the pod. Great. Perfect. Um, so here's my advice is um, hydrate well. Think about your nutrition plan. That's a, that's a long uh, amount of time to be in the saddle. Um, think about, uh, you know, um, maybe adding a couple extra podcasts to the playlist just in case. Yeah, um, yeah you never know. Yeah. Maybe Never some know. True crime or something. something uh, like pack, pack true extra. crime. Actually, <laughs> I is it time that we announce our true crime podcast, little guy that you and I are working on? Oh, uh, yeah, sure. I'd like to know about it too. I don't know where this joke's going. Who spiked Nairo's drink at the <laughs> 2022 t- Tour de France? Who put Tramadol in his yeah. sandwich? Well, I'm definitely this week on the pod. All of- I'm gonna go through and watch all those those stages where he tested positive and see if he act, like grabbed a bottle from somebody we can. How does uh, this um? Pinpoint. How does this affect the Netflix series on the Tour de France? This uh, that's coming. Well, out? I don't know. Are they gonna? Was they, Arkea gonna one of the teams? Were they one know, of the teams? Actually. I don't know, but like I feel like they're gonna have to either circle back to it after the fact yeah. or because all of a sudden whoever <laughs> all the te- all the teams the ASO is like no. <laughs> Yeah, whoever's in uh, seventh place or whatever is moving up, you know. So, um, yeah, some some storylines there. Got to get some takes. Wait, does on this the put doping. does this put Mentees into the top ten? Mentees was already in the top ten. It put who, somebody else who in moves the top ten. T- Matios, I think, didn't it? Matios moved up to ten. I'm just. Uh, I mean, what a perfect reintroduction to the world. Um, at large to the sport of cycling. Um, like which cycling's is finally up. back. Yeah, yeah, we've cleaned up. We've changed yeah. our ways. That old era was long ago. Um, now yeah. check us out on Netflix. Oops, they're stoping. Oh. Yeah, it's Valentin um, Matios yeah. of uh, Groupon. It's like FTJ everyone forgot so. about Lance, and then now it's Nairo. See, they're all doping. There. But that's, you know, Tim, this uh, is better because it means... Manti's got seventh, but really what's important is that Lutsenko now moves to eighth, and he rode the most Zubeldia-esque race, and we know eighth is the Zubeldia's <laughs> place. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. so he got, Lutsenko got his rightful spot. Yeah, he, he did. Um, That's fair. All right, we got another email here. Um, let's get right to it. I need Matt's advice. Hola. Okay. I've been listening to your podcast for several years now. I don't remember how I found it, but you have provided me with lots of very enjoyable times. Very good work. Keep it going. I am planning a trip to celebrate my 60th birthday, which I think must be one of Matt's dreams. (laughs) I will be traveling to see the Giro de Emilia women's Uh. and men's race. I and either Trey Valley Veracine or Gran Piermont and Il Lombardia. Additionally, I will ride the Grand Fondo Trevalle Veracine and the Grand Fondo Il Lombardia. What do you think, Matt? I prefer climbing mountains 
Which do you recommend, Trey Valley Veracine <laughs> or the Grand Piemont? Saludos from the huge metropolitan Mexico City, Francisco. Oh, Francisco, oh, thank you for being first, uh, a listener. Our, perhaps awesome. our first from uh, Mexico City, a yeah. wonderful city, home Love to many team. world records um, on but, the velodrome. If he's been listening long enough, maybe not, but uh, I was in Mexico City at some point while I was on this podcast, and I think I reviewed how wonderful of a, a bike city it was. Like to, The bike lanes everywhere, it was great. I I've really, really, really can't say enough good things about Mexico City as a place. Anyway, sorry. Little guy, continue. Wait, wait, wait do we really I, want I little just... guy to give advice here? I mean... I, I probably don't have great advice. He probably the, knows better than me, but, but the options where he either does the... Piedmont Mondo or the Piedmont or Treval. Yeah. Those are the yeah. two. Yep. I think Piedmont would be cooler, I think, but I don't know. Man, I don't I, flip a coin. I, it's gonna be great. I, I'm surprised it, you it, haven't found a way to, you know, like, hey, can I come hang out yeah. with you on your birthday? <laughs> like, like, you know, like the, well, this sounds yeah. like an amazing birthday party. It sounds like a great sixtieth birthday. Congratulations. That's a great, great way to treat I mean, yourself to it. I hope I hope to do that. Uh, I'm going to write this down right now. Note to self, 60th yeah. birthday. Grand yeah. Fondo in Italy. That's, that's a good Let's idea. start planning it now. Yeah. Um, by then, we'll be on episode 1500. Uh, <laughs> we'll keep, uh, we'll keep this train going. I. But What a good plan. That's an awesome though. email. Oh, yeah. Like a, a fall classics. I like to think that little guy influenced, hey... Francisco, what do you want to do on your 60th birthday? Well, I've been thinking to, I've been listening to this podcast. I don't know how I stumbled upon it of these three dudes that don't really know much about cycling, but act like they do. Um, and uh, this one just keeps talking nonstop about these Italian races. But let me tell you something. I actually watched one and it was an it's okay beautiful. race. It makes me kind of want to go. And I'll <laughs> cap it off with Lombardia. I just. An okay race. I mean, look, you can you can say what you want about the racing or care about the racing, but you watch any of these races, even the least <laughs> exciting one, mm-hmm. and and just take pull yourself out and go be like, what if I was there riding? And and you you'll yeah you'll be like, okay, yeah, that That's looks just that it. looks great, that looks I, amazing. I love it's perfect like Paris Bay. I love the the Spring Classics, but if you were like, hey, what do you want to go ride? <laughs> I don't yeah. I don't want to ride the prairie brake colors like at all. Like I have no interest. I don't want to uh go up cobbled climbs. It sounds terrible. Um but beautiful Italian vistas sign me up in the fall. Yeah. In the fall, yeah. No it's, rain, I mean, no terrible Belgian weather. It sounds amazing. What a good trip. Uh I think I I'm gonna write this down as well, little guy. When do you turn sixty? I don't know. Uh, in, it's gonna uh, be a while, in, yeah. It'll be a little while, be nineteen years. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Maybe we can go for your, yeah. you know, forty. So I don't know. Fifth. Um. Yeah, be, that's a better shoot. Uh, for. <laughs> man, all these emails. Uh, Spencer Hackett in uh, Columbus, uh, Ohio, uh, hits us up. Look what I found. Attention, little guy. I'm spending the weekend near Cooperstown. Instead of going back home, I need me to spend an extra yeah. day as the on the rail explorer, and it's a billboard for one of these rail bike tourist outfits in Cooperstown, New York. They're spreading like wildfire. We now know of yeah. Cooperstown, New York. There's one in like Portsmouth, wildfire. Rhode Island. There's one in Boone, Iowa. Yeah, there's got to be a couple more. Are yeah. these franchises, more. little guy? I feel like we get. I don't know. I feel like we get one a week. Like someone sends us an Instagram message or something about him. So it's great. Um, I'm excited. Yeah. I, I hope you win on it. Hang on. Rail biking's blowing up. Is that what yeah. you guys are saying? I oh, usually yeah, I tune out when you start talking uh, about rail biking. Let's go to yeah. a more exciting topic. Uh, this email comes to us is, from is Jordan. Recumbent bikes? Hi. You talked in episode 401 about recumbent bikes being the next thing to buy and our continue, continued sacrifice to N plus one. Initially, I didn't think this was a real solution. Only one extra bike that will only keep our collective wallets light for a short time. <laughs> but then I now see how truly brilliant it is. We can have a recumbent for each discipline. Downhill, XC, CX, road, gravel, track, and commuting. A, cr- a recumbent 650 bent for oh Tom God. Cruise recumbents for the kids. 6E cumbents. 
cargo cumbens? What about a recumbent rail bike? A rail cumbent? Also, clearly the off-road versions will be trikes, so we can have triple suspension. More squish, the better. Add suspension to the seat, quad sus, and a whole oh. new range of accessories. Instead of those silly orange flags, you get to have the Garmin radio light thingy on top of the aerodynamic pole that flashes and beeps annoyingly every time a car passes. <laughs> Since the light is high up, it wouldn't get in the eye of the people you are dropping on the group sprint either. Truly a paradigm shift. I love it. All in. I I have never considered a group sprint uh, on recumbent. Like a recumbent group ride sprint, town line sprint. That sounds absolutely incredible. It sounds like the most fun. Yeah. It'd be like um, bumper cars and go-karts, sort of. Sounds... Kind of scary. I don't think you'd really get hurt because you're only like six inches off the ground. Like if you fell down. <laughs> but if you were in one of those we, big fairing yeah. things, you wouldn't even get rubber. Oh, yeah. There you go. Well, speaking of big fairing things, we hadn't mentioned that Mike Burroughs, the guy who designed like the Lotus track bike, all the giants, all the giant TCRs that don't say road, all the same size, and mm-hmm. designed a ton of goofball amazing tandems and weird cargo bikes passed away this last week i was kind of sad about that even though i'm not like i kind of don't like any of his bikes yeah he's such a such yeah. a, like a such yeah. like a wacky inventor like Innovator, many, yeah, yeah 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 just if there's tons of videos on youtube you can find him just talking about some just crazy amazing ideas like his cargo bikes are super cool and all his 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 uh aero recumbents are just it's this kind of thing that I think I don't like, and then I start watching YouTube's videos of it, and I'm like, man, do I want a weird aero recumbent? Um, there's like a whole scene in the UK of folks just showing up on weekends and like with their weird homemade aero recumbents, basically. It's, oh, it's amazing. The dream. Your narrow what, what was his it. name again, oh, little guy? Man. Um, Mike Burroughs. All right. I'll Mike make Burroughs. sure to uh, look at some YouTube videos. Uh, c- cycling tips. On a weird side note, Cycling Tips has a nice, like, uh, article up about him and his life and stuff. Um, And it's great. It's a good, nice article. There's also a picture in there of him standing with a giant TCR, and he's wearing blue overalls with a red pocket in the front, and they say giant, like giant bicycles on them, and they're just, Uh they're like shop overalls. And this now has added a second pair of weird branded Mm -hmm. overalls to my want list, Uh which is that I've been searching for red Porsche overalls forever since I saw like as a kid I saw a picture of like some Porsche techs building 959s in like 1989 and I was like I need those red overalls that they wear while they do it and now it turns out there's these uh-huh. red and blue cons- like kid- very primary yeah, kid yeah, yeah, yeah. colors um, you, people can go see it on the article I see so, this picture uh, so I see that's this- what I need <laughs> Here, <here's laughs> I don't need, need it's amazing Here's the thing. This one yeah, of these, it's such a look. One of these pairs of uh, pairs of overalls, if you find them for sale on some thrift site or eBay or something, one of them's gonna be like a hundred bucks. Yeah. And one of them is gonna be about ten thousand bucks. Yeah. So Exactly. Maybe maybe shoot for the giant ones. I I I already did a quick search here. I haven't found them. Yeah. Up yet? No, the, Talk, okay. though. No. Uh, but like about I think the bike. Pa- you know what bike I want to talk about that he designed. It's one of like it's a yeah. it's an old slow ride podcast trope. Yeah. The old don't say team one size fits yes. all giants. Yeah. Uh, Runs on the same sloping so top two barrel bike. Love yeah. it. Absolutely love it. I'll be reading this article <laughs> for sure and uh, hearing more about think- the person that designed it because that is again it's a trope we have we have them on the podcast. You can go to the uh, the slow ride wiki. To find out all about our inside jokes, um, it's, <laughs> it's back uh, it's in great. there. Um, yeah, couple more quick emails before we wrap up the show. Uh, shout out to uh, Leo, uh, former Yellow Bag winner, multi-time rider of the Slow Ride Podcast uh, um, fan rides out there in Minneapolis. I guess uh, he he just wants to say that he's been uh, calling uh, them puppy paws since at least 2017. So he is wondering, and he he gave me a Strava ride as proof screen grab. And he wants to know if that makes him a trendsetter. Yeah, sounds like it. 
Sound, yeah, I, sounds I, like I agree. It's I mean that's that's almost more well uh, belt worthy yeah, than anything. Um, he came up with it, uh, and then we got another. <laughs> Um, and then uh, shout out to uh, uh, like uh, Greg is promoting a cross and gravel weekend in Maine in September 17th, 18th called the Deer Farm Cyclocross and Down for Gravel. So everyone should go uh, check it out. But uh, Georgia Gould has been racing it for a while. Oh, but that sounds sweet, Tim, but we won't be able to make it, right? Yeah, yeah. Guess, that's the same like, weekend as Schwamigan. We're going to be Schwamigan, right? Does, do we have any announcements about Schwamigan? I know I right now can announce that what? I have signed up. Schwamigan. Can you Schwamigan spell that for me? I Please. am definitely racing Schwamigan. No, I cannot spell that for you. I assume S H A U M G. So before we do that, let's uh, just many thanks to uh, emailing us, Greg, of the Deer Farm Cyclocross and Gravel Race. It sounds awesome. Um, little guy, what you're saying, I will come out clean. Uh, unfortunately, I will not be at Schwamm again this year. Um, I will be too busy. Uh, um, I don't know exactly what I will be doing, but I would most likely, as you guys know, I've been traveling a little bit too much lately, so I'm going to uh, hang out and uh, ride some bikes with the boys. That sounds I got to get Nairo out there, little Nairo. A little high mar gonna keep slaying it so i'm yeah. gonna be uh, staying local and i do hope for the sake of my own fitness that i get to come to schwam again um next year or the year after i really want to do it it's one of my all-time favorite races and i would love to do it with you guys and i know uncle ed wants to have us there to host a live podcast but unfortunately it's just not in the cards uh, for me this year well I accept. Is that what you wanted wanted to end it on a real down note? No, well, you hadn't told anybody yet, and you've been hinting at it all episode, so I figured we'd get it out. But, you know, that's um, all right. I understand. Do we have. Do we. So, by default, I'm I'm not going to go as well. So, little guy's going to be the only one there. Yeah. Does that mean it's not a race? Or is this postponed? It's postponed because it's not a okay. race. If right. only okay, one person good, shows good, good, up. good. No, we're we're fine. Everything's good. That's what this I. This is how this is how races work. Will, you need to have more than one person. Okay. I will have to. I will buy a ticket and go just to beat little guy because I know he's in the form of his life to be beaten by me. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't miss this opportunity if it was going to look be at the a smugness on little guy's face, knowing I'm, that he's like, yeah. I've been riding a little bit. I've been riding a bit. I will tell you guys, since you're not you're not coming now, uh, my my periodic injured right knee has started flaring up again. Which uh-huh. right as I've been, ah, I was jokes I, on oh, you. I was. I got I was, my entry in today. Uh, I was thinking last week. Form's coming along. I think I've been riding. I've been getting in miles so before can, work, and then I uh, can we be your coach? I well, I got well. Let me say, this. I did the the cardinal sin of being. A forty-plus bike racer, I tried to kneel down quickly to pick something up off the ground, and my knee made a little noise, and now it's been sore for three days. So it wasn't the riding; it wasn't anything dramatic. It was just trying to get something off the ground. So and, Spencer, I think we're now his new coaches. So I think yeah. that the, the the first question I have is, um, what corral should we recommend a uh, little guy oh, signs up for at Shawana? the last one? The back one. So it's, the, it's the, the last. It's one. where the party is. It's where all the fun kids are. <laughs> you want to be. Well, you want to be where the party uh, is. Okay, and then uh, here's the second question for you, Spencer. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Since you are not going to be there to sherper around all of little guys' needed tubes, uh-huh. <laughs> how many tubes um, should I bring? <laughs> how many tubes should he bring? And follow up. Uh-huh. Who should he hire to ride with him? Mm-hmm. As a tube well, sherpa, here's what you're gonna do, little guy. You pack all the tubes you think you need. Okay. You look at them, count them, make sure you've got all the tubes you think you need. Then double that number. It's a good plan. No, this then, is a solid plan. I'm writing then this go down. Go get some Kush. Go go get some Kush core. You're tire gonna inserts. no 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 no. That's <laughs> he no. We're we can't move that far into the future that fast, Tim. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they make them in the size I use. Little guy, just start. Get a roll of electrical tape as well and just start taping the tubes to your bike so you have them easily accessible. Because you know, you're not going to have room in your pockets for all these yeah. tubes. So can I tell you guys now what I what my plan for this race 
was and my joke for this race was be, that obviously we were going to get to good race and I go, oh, I got to go get some. I was going to go back to the car and I was going to come back with like 25 tubes like slung around my shoulders like early <laughs> yeah. bike race style. Like, like Rambo? Yeah, well, like like I was in the first Tour de France, you know, just just a yeah. pile of old ones as a joke. You're amazing. Um, but now I'm now I am just going to pack like eight tubes. Um, in a as, bag. as far as a Sherpa, <laughs> uh, little guy, I think you should look through the crowd of of thousands of bikes there for the rider with the Heinz ketchup bottles. Yes, water bottles. Yes, because we know that that is a slow ride fanatic who is there. With one goal in mind, and it's to help you beat the super rookie, and uh, I think I think that will be a good sherpa for you. That's a good point. I yeah, will. Yeah, that'd be a good idea. I'll look out. I yeah, I'm excited to do it. I'm sorry you guys won't be there, but I will do my best to represent the pod, and uh, hopefully, if if and anybody look for a friend of the pod, yeah, come talk to me. All will come say hi to you. Come say hi to me. Laugh at me as I get dropped because my form's probably not as good as I think it is because I'm just Well, if you by sign myself. up in Corral 1, which I oh. recommend, you won't be dropped because there'll be 9,000 people after you or whatever the amount. Yeah. Well, hey, maybe. Just do the yeah. drift. Yeah. The sprinter drift all the way yeah. to the end of the race. That's a good way to do well, it. Well, gentlemen, it has been yet another wonderful episode of the Soul Ride Podcast. We'd like to thank all of the listeners and supporters of the Wide Angle Podium Network. We'd also like to thank our good friends, the returning sponsors at Hammerhead. Head over to hammerhead.io, and with the purchase of a Crew 2 computer, you get your very own heart rate monitor strap by using the promo code SLOWRIDE. We'd also like to thank all of the, listener, uh, all of the emails that we get to the Podcast at gmail.com. Keep them coming. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Pod. And with that, this is Tim in Orlando. Sending it. This is Matt in Minneapolis. And this is Spencer in Holyoke, Massachusetts, reminding you to always wave at all your fellow cyclists that you see out on the road. The Slow Ride Podcast. Bikes, advice, and rumors straight from the source. TheSlowRidePodcast.com and on Twitter at TheSlowRidePod. What an episode. That was amazing. When that one person said that thing and then the other person totally like set them straight. Oh man, that was great. I'm gonna have to go back and listen to that again. But hey, since I have your attention now, hello, cyclocross friends, new friends and old friends and soon to be friends. My name's Bill. I host another show on the Wide Angle Podium podcast network it's called cyclocross radio and we talk to the biggest stars in cyclocross and even the medium stars in cyclocross and some of the soon-to-be stars in cyclocross we also have a panel discussion we call the media pit with my buddy zach and michael where we go over all of the new rules that might be coming out and the calendar situations and races that happen it's a great time it's a great conversation we built an amazing community that we want you to be part of so go to wideanglepodium.com become a member there then go to your favorite podcast app and subscribe to cyclocross radio do it do it now cyclocross friends <laughs>